When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Don't tell me what to do sickens me you know what i'm saying um it's gonna be a good by the way about 10 minutes from now we'll have a great sports report coming up i even even heard it yet because they were starting to talk about it like, why don't you hold up on this because i don't know the ins and outs of this so why don't we wait till phil pops on it's gonna be a hell of a sports report coming up in about 10 minutes hell of a day anyway because uh there are 15 work days left till christmas what do you Woo. think of that yeah yeah Woo. A little christmas action ladies and gentlemen you guys big christmas people Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I was a fanatic. I want to say like when I was when I was <laughs> yeah. you know you know like teenage, and then just with like frankly, this is going to sound bad, but like with working a lot of the time, like I think I've had to work on Christmas and Christmas Eve the past oh, yeah. like four or five years, or maybe even longer now. And it's just like you can't really get amped for it because on Christmas Eve you've got a mom trying to like interrogate you about why there isn't something in the store for her kid that she decided to wait until the final yeah. day like to get and it's like well you know Shelly I'm sorry if you were here like a week ago we got it but so that kind of takes the oh. fun out of it but yeah no Christmas like I feel like everybody kind of perks up and is nicer around that time of the year yeah I hope so do you think that's true yeah I do I because yeah. I I've been in AJ's shoes a lot where I had to work um you know, different overnights or whatever at different stations on Christmas. And at least everyone's happy. Like, people will call in happy. And that's like, yeah. I'll take that. Mm-hmm. That is good. I tell you, um, looking back on it, Larry Corolla, who was a radio announcer in town forever, then moved to Texas, unfortunately passed away uh, very young. But I do remember, and I won't say where we were, it was at a radio station. It was in the Twin Cities, I will say that. But we both had to work on New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. I do believe by the time we were singing Happy New Year or hollering Happy New Year, we were probably drunker than anybody at a party. Yeah. <laughs> Which now was illegal. It wasn't illegal back then, but now it's illegal, I think. I don't even know. Like I miss the days where you go, is the guy on here drunk right now? Like Ooh. I miss those days. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There was, I think it was two, maybe three years ago around this time, I was listening to a nationally, like, sports, I think it was, like, Fox Sports. And they had a guy that they normally called, and he did, like, betting. And it was, he was off for the holidays. And they're like, yeah, let's call him anyway and just see what he's doing because, you know, we're bored. They call him, and you can hear him at a Christmas party in the background. 
And they're like, oh, sorry. Like, we didn't realize we were interrupting your day. Like, have a nice night. We'll talk to you tomorrow. And he's like, oh, no, it's fine. He runs outside. He's like, I've only had one martini, maybe two martinis. And yeah, it's maybe. just him drunkenly slurring his way through telling people who to bet on. And it's the greatest radio I've ever heard. Speaking it's of so sports good. betting, Tom, are you a better at all? No. No? There's this guy. He's been getting a lot of popularity recently. He's an inmate at a prison. Oh, he, oh he, yes. He calls out to like a buddy and it's like, all right, here's who you're playing this week. We're taking the Titans over the Cardinals. We're doing this over this team. We're doing the Packers over the He's been I've seen clips of this guy now from like Friday afternoons for the past month. He does not miss. Yeah. He does he spends all of his time in lockup looking at analytics and watching Ooh. film. He is money, and I'm starting to think that, you know. We we need to get the yeah. legalization here so that I can ride the ride the coattails of this guy because he is lights out. Yeah, he's out there making bail. <laughs> so is he? It, do they post his his numbers and his picks and all that stuff on the internet at all? Yeah, his he, buddy does he, he post them? Well, he's been. Um, it's like his buddy's just been like they recorded it because it's. Uh, what is it? Right. It's, public, a, well, it's a yeah. It's, it's a recorded it's phone call. Yeah, it's out a recorded prison. phone call of him just like FaceTiming out on like a computer, oh, okay. but. Yeah, like it's public access to whoever can request it. So people have been starting to get a little bit better of like, hey, you know, four o'clock on a Friday rolls around. We need to request. But then it's there's a waiting period on how quickly that stuff can get put out. So sometimes it's out before Sunday game. Sometimes it's not. But yeah, yeah. Well, the guy's he, insane. He's like he predicted the Bears over the Vikings the other week. Yeah. And nobody expected that. And I believe because it's I believe his name is Rashid. And he hit like he got it first came out because he hit a 27 to one parlay yeah. to win like $10,000. So he could post bail. It's not too bad. Yeah. We got to back up a little bit here. Uh, yeah. You need to apologize to me, AJ. Oh, why is that? Cause I did pick the bears to beat the Vikings. If you remember, I didn't even watch the game cause I knew they wouldn't win that game. <laughs> so yes, I, I did. I forgot I about that. I, the so. And you stabbed me right in the back. Typical. But did you make that Typical. phone call from prison? Yeah. Did you make the bet from prison? I wish I were in prison sometimes to tell you the truth, except for the sex part. I wouldn't care for that. I don't you know think you're mean? required to have sex in prison. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. You get a lot of it. Are they mutually exclusive <laughs> events? That's probably true. Yeah. <laughs> get a lot of sex action sitting there in prison. That'd be just wonderful. In any case, so yes, uh, the holiday season is upon us. It's, it kind of really did kick in for us over the weekend because, you know, we're only three weeks out now and we talked to the grandkids last night and, it just, you know, it's so great. And I don't know why he does it, but Andy's son, Ethan, mm-hmm. he chooses the phone calls. You know, they, they, they do the face FaceTime. Mm-hmm. And he chooses which one of us he likes every time. And whichever one he likes, he just is not, he just blows off the other one. Yeah. Like, Nana, Nana, Nana. He does. He, he like picks a favorite to talk to on FaceTime. Gogo does that, except she always really? picks my parents' dog. So she'll go, oh, Bubba, sure. more Bubba. And so my mom's like, can I talk to you while the phone's on Bubba? Like, it's just like Bubba's sitting there looking like, like he's just a black lab. He's like, what? Pretty cool. Did you guys put up your Christmas tree yesterday? Uh, we put it up, I think, last last week. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine's we, been up for a while. Yeah, uh, about, about, I think a week ago is when we put it up. Because there's a big article this morning. When when do you uh, put up your Christmas tree? Right after Thanksgiving, maybe December 1st? Or are you the safety first and wait until mid-month so it doesn't dry out? Well, according 
do you guys go with live trees? I don't think any of the three you said no, you do go yeah, with we, live trees. Nope. Too much and hassle, I feel like. Yeah, we didn't. We don't either. So you don't really have to worry about your tree drying out because it's not a real tree anyway. But they look nice. They do. Look, matter of fact, as time goes by, those trees are better and better. They look phenomenal. Some yeah. of them, no question. But some of them, somebody's telling me there's a tree you can buy and it's like 15 feet tall or something like that. It's like two thousand dollars. Damn. Or a Christmas tree. Yeah, I was looking at prices of Christmas trees once on this show, and I was shooketh. 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 Goishanachis. Shanachis. I shook. You know what Goishanachis means? Well, I shouldn't uh, reveal this because I'll probably get attacked by Hamas or whatever the hell their name is. Goishanachis means Gentile pleasures. Yeah. Think about that. <laughs> Think about what Gentile pleasures would be. If you, uh, I'll give you an example. A roast beef sandwich with yeah. a glass of milk. There you go. There it is. That's a goyish for that you right there. terrible. <laughs> like, <ugh. laughs> hey, let's roll through the drive-thru at Arby's and get a beef I and cheddar and a tall glass of milk. I never brought up anything that didn't sound terrible. Oh, Everything I'm, I say, you go, that sounds terrible. Oh, I'm sorry. We're just kicking off our day with roast beef sandwiches and milk. That's like, what I, kind of I combination know, is that? Somebody a yeah, lesson. Then you could learn something. Yeah, Tevin. Learn to speak Yiddish. I've learned yeah, that Tevin. whoever. You, Tevin, you know what? Eat your roast beef sandwich right. and your milk and be happy. I apologize to everybody out here that's eating roast beef sandwiches and there, milk for lunch. Like, there are people in countries I that don't even something. dream of having a roast beef sandwich with milk. Yeah. And you're, yeah. you're just casting it aside. Like, nothing Wait, wrong with a roast beef sandwich and nothing wrong with a glass of milk but those two things together don't that's not nope not kosher but that's the whole point of the of their comment gentile pleasures nobody should do that that's the whole point oh, yeah okay okay See, I, I missed out on that one <laughs> well when you say gentile pleasures that means i'm assuming that gentiles just love eating roast beef sandwiches and milk that's not it it's the fact that one person did Never mind. I'm never going to so teach I was right. people how to speak. No, you were not. People right. shouldn't be doing it. So people Arby. shouldn't be doing roast beef. That's the whole point is they shouldn't be doing it. I right. always want Arby's. That's a problem with what me. I, I love that. roast beef. Now, I have a question for you. Would hmm. you eat that roast beef sandwich with a shake? Hell yeah, I would. Or I would seen? actually eat it with milk, except, I mean, here's the thing. I would eat it with milk with no problem, but I would poop my pants. So it's like, that's why I don't. That's the only reason I would not drink. Like a glass of milk to me, I just look at it and go, what is my future? Like, what am I doing today? Do there I not want to do it? You'll be fine. Don't It'll worry about it. Okay, so here's the deal. What According to tradition, all three of those options right after Thanksgiving, December 1st, or, uh, you know, mid-month or whatever, they're all wrong. If you put your Christmas tree up yesterday, you did it right. Sunday was the first day of Advent, uh, as in Advent calendars. It's an old religious thing. Most of us just uh, use them as an excuse to eat chocolate now. I don't know what that means. Uh, the traditional Advent varies by year, but always starts four Sundays before Christmas. Per tradition, it's when you're supposed to open the first door on your calendar. But a lot of them start on the first now, so you open the last one on Christmas Eve, which would be nice as well, I would think. Yeah. December 3rd is also when you're supposed to put up your tree, and if you do care about traditions, take it down on January 6th when the 12 days of Christmas are over. You go ahead and you go. But I see. Do you think younger people put up their trees earlier, or is it just a lot of, a lot of people at different ages just do? I don't think younger people have trees. Really? You don't think most of them do? I just put up an article in Tom's news story is that half of 18 to 20 year olds, I think it was, 
live with their parents still. Sure. Our 18 to 29 year olds half live with their parents. So I don't think like all these 20 year olds who escaped that are out there putting up. I didn't put up trees in my 20s. I did. Yeah, we did. We did as well. I mean, AJ does. So I guess I'm like just lazy. You know, I thought something that that's how different people's lives are. Because when I was in my 20s, my mother lived with me. I didn't live with her. She lived with me. So you're never going to escape it either way anyway. I bet you people assumed it was the other way around, though. Like, oh, I live sure. with my mom. No, no, absolutely. <laughs> oh, you're still riding your coattails at 28 years old? That's real nice. Yeah, Tom, grow up. Yeah, grow up. What the hell's the matter with you? It all works out in the end. But, yeah, I, I love Christmas trees going around town. As a matter of fact, I just saw them decorating a building yesterday. It was just spectacular, just beautiful. That's one thing I love about this time of year is the beauty of it all. And as I introduce Phil Mackey, do a little score north, I'd like to point something out. I have decided that when I'm out in public, I'm going to be as positive as I possibly can because every time I watch the news and the negativity and the hatred and the meanness is wearing me out. So everybody I walk to, I make eye contact, walk by, I should say. I make eye contact. I say, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is. If they don't respond, I don't give a rat's ass. I, I just have had it with this being mean to people. It's It drives me nuts. Yeah. Right? Bravo. I'm giving you a standing ovation here so, from where I sit. Phil, yes. as an example, yesterday I went to get groceries. I went to the grocery store. And the wheel in the cart out to the car, and I empty it in the car. And there's a woman across the, the aisle. She's finished with her deal. She's looking for a place just to store it out there and rather than bring it back. And I said... Ma'am, uh, I could, I'm going back in anyway, so if you want me to take your cart back, that'd be great. She was so overwhelmed, she almost started crying. Right. <laughs> but someone was nice to her. You can I tell. Was, I was saying this. I mean, I know you don't spend your uh, every waking second on social media like I do sometimes, which is probably something for me to work on. People also, like, in the age of the Internet and social media and even, like, podcasting and comment sections, the things people – actually, I'm going to make two categories for you. The things people will say on the internet and in their cars oh. while driving. Oh, yeah. Not, not equal to the things <laughs> they will say and do in just a face to face encounter. You know, people get real tough on the internet and real tough on, their, on the road in their cars. That's what oh, I yeah. have observed. Yeah, there's, everybody's a tough guy behind the wheel, aren't they? Yeah, once you get out of your car and tell me face to face, my five foot eight, you know, rumple stilts can ask, why don't you tell me face to face? Yeah. <laughs> See how no, tough just, you are. That's exactly what I'm doing. I'm, and I'm very serious about this. I'm going to be as pleasant as I possibly can in public because at home, Catherine and I are together, so it's very pleasant anyway. But I would say three people left meeting, not meeting me, but running into me yesterday in a much better mood because I wasn't an asshole to them. Look at that. You're a giver of joy. Don't be a, don't be a stealer of joy. Be a giver of joy exactly. this Stop December. Stop so negative about Stop watching the news, first of all, particularly the national news, because all that stuff is is garbage to make yeah. money off of you feeling terrible. Also, speaking of feeling better and, and joy, did I, did I just caught the tail end of your, uh, like your Christmas tree etiquette. Did I, December what? You guys said December 1st to put a tree up? Well, they say Thanksgiving, December 1st, or the until mid-month. Those are the three options. And then False. they said that yesterday, December 3rd, is the day you were supposed to put it up. Yeah, that's that's hogwash. November 1st. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> no, but here's the thing. Like, so this, and this is the logic. I used to be a December 1st guy, too. My wife and I have sort of, and it's more credit to her, have backed that date up. There was like Thanksgiving. And then, you know, what if we did it before Thanksgiving? Now it's like Halloween ends at midnight. And it's like we are pulling the boxes out. 
Yep. So you're going to spend all this time, especially people that decorate the outside, you're going to spend hours and hours on ladders, pulling out boxes, all this work to have your decorations up for like three weeks. Come on, <laughs> let's let's get a couple of months out of it, for God's sakes. Yes, I agree. You know, I actually, to tell you the truth, I swear to God, I think the first day of fall, some people put their Christmas trees up when I was a kid. It was a very poor neighborhood, <laughs> so they had to have something to be happy about, right? Yeah, it's so it's September 22nd. All right, everyone, let's uh, <laughs> let's get her up there. Put a tree up. <laughs> There's no question about it. No, I, I think that's terrific. Now, to get to the very important Phil Mackey report, and Tevin has a little talking to you about uh, the NBA, okay. all kinds of stuff, as a matter of fact. Yeah. I mean, the Timberwolves are the best team in the NBA right now. But and, didn't make the cut. Well, for the in-season play. You know, it's smart, why? though. Here's why it's smart. Okay. So I'm, I, I don't want to bore you to tears with this, but the NBA is an 82-game schedule. They scheduled 80 games for every team and left two games open because if you get if you get through into the actual bracket of the playoff, that then those become your 81st and 82nd games. Right. The teams that don't get to the actual bracket, like the Wolves came up. The Wolves were 3-1 and one in pool play, but they mm -hmm. lost on a tiebreaker. So they fill the extra two games with the two worst teams in the Western Conference this week, the San Antonio Spurs and the Memphis Grizzlies without their best player. So the Wolves, while these other teams get to, you know, we're going to, Right. We're gonna we're gonna beat up on each other this week in the uh, in the in season playoff bracket. The Wolves get to beat bad teams by twenty and expand their lead in the Western Conference. Good, you're right. That is a good thing then. Absolutely. And I think I saw it? some somebody reported this. Uh, John Krasinski from the Athletic. So he's been mm -hmm. covering the Timberwolves for like twenty years, and uh, and he reported that in the thirty was it thirty five year history of this franchise, they've spent. 10 total days at the top of the Western Conference standings in the history of the franchise until this year. And they've now spent like 15 days. So they've spent 15 days this year at the top of the conference. In the previous 34 years, they spent 10 total days at the top of the Western Conference. Why don't you guys do me a favor? You can see me, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Look at the door behind me. To my baby Jude. Who's a good guy? He, he's beating on the door. Let me let in. Let come in, Tom. <laughs> let me there, look at him. I'm going to text All Catherine right, to let him in. Oh, my God. Oh, I'll dude. get it. Let him in. All right. Who let the dogs in? Tom, 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 Tom let the dogs in. <laughs> he knows you're talking about Timberwolves, and right. he's got his He's, his he's a supporter. He's a fan. He's a wolf. Yeah, and, Phil, we're technically... The way I look at it is we're the best team in the NBA. Like, t I think technically we're number two because of tiebreakers to the Celtics, and we have the same record, but we beat up on the Celtics when they came here. So mm -hmm. for all intents and purposes, we're the best team in the NBA, should be favorites to win the title. It almost feels wrong to be this good at basketball. It's super weird. It is, yeah. It's like you, you kinda, you're kind of looking around, you know, what's the catch? What's, what, you know, what am I missing? When, when does the other shoe drop? But they're, they're just a really good team for the first time in a long time. For, this is the first time in 20 years since that uh, that 0304 team where you have felt like, okay, this team can make a deep playoff run. So, I, but it, it is hard to mentally process Timberwolves and deep playoff run in the same sentence. So we're all we're all coping together here. Phil, when was the year that the uh, Lakers left for LA again? It's like 59. 59. Yeah, I think it was 59. I think you're right like about 50. that. Because it was so, right. It was before the. Uh, the Vikings and the Twins became franchise, like mid-50s. Mm -hmm. It yeah. was indeed. That was Bob Short that sold them to L.A., wasn't it? 
I was believe. Sid Hartman still the general manager when they were sold? I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right about that. He was the general manager of the uh, <laughs> Minneapolis Lakers. How about that? Sydney. God, God damn it, you guys. Ugh, get over to the practice. <laughs> George Mikan. George Mikan is a pain in the ass. Unbelievable. <laughs> in any case. But, no, it's great. I mean, literally, it's been 60-some years because the Timberwolves really have never been good. Have they? I mean, they re- le- legitimately, they've only won two playoff series in right. their franchise history, right. and, it, and those two series wins came in the same season. So they've, <laughs> they've, they've only had one season in which they've advanced in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's terrible. And that was it's, since 88, something like that? Yeah, 89. 89. Because they, they played their first season in the Metrodome, and yes, they set mm-hmm. attendance records because it was a new franchise playing you know, in this massive yep. structure. So they would put what would they put fifty thousand people in in the Metrodome for some of those games, mm-hmm. and then yeah, they moved to Target Center. But in Target Center, I'll tell you. So I've been to probably five or six games so far this year, and I'm probably going to go again on Wednesday night when the when the Spurs are in town. It's a fun atmosphere right now. It's a packed house. It's be, because it's one sure. of the, it's a team that hasn't exactly been you know they haven't been able to hike ticket prices like the Warriors or you know you mentioned the Lakers so. So relative to other NBA games, it's affordable. It's a it's more of a blue collar crowd. It's the other night. I can't remember what was it the um, I think it was an Oklahoma City game last week, and the it, fans were riding the officials. They were chanting in sync. It was. I don't know, it's just if you haven't been to a game yet this season, listeners out there, it's uh, maybe you haven't been in twenty years. Yeah, it's a it's a fun vibe right now at Target Center. So I have to ask you a question. Is Jesse the body at the games? Not yet. I'm waiting for. So we got. I'm trying to think of the old school crew. You had Jesse the body. You had um, the lawyer. Was it Bill who used to sit courtside with that rolled up program yes. and thump the floor all night? <laughs> That's true. Yes. Uh, well, Kevin McHale would be sitting up there, you know, ten rows up in his weird little sweaters. So I don't know. My, my guess is he's probably not <laughs> coming back to games. Who was the? Uh, God, I think he was a gopher football player who became a professional wrestler, but he was a huge Timberwolves fan. God, what the hell was his name again? Huge guy. Gopher. Um, are we th- like like how about like nineties? We're thinking nineties. Yeah, Brock, Les- Brock Lesnar didn't go Brock to. I don't, does he go uh, to games? Yeah, he went to. Oh, he went to several games with Jesse Ventura. Okay, now he'll go. What's funny about so Brock has Brock has like you know a thousand acres of land up in Canada somewhere just to oh, be okay. away from people. And he he'll fly in to the to the United States for uh, for you know the, the WWE will pay him like a half million dollars to show up on a pay per view or something, but then every once in a while Brock will just come in for a go for wrestling event on campus, oh. and you'll just like he'll just be at Stubborn Herbs, just Brock Lesnar will just be on campus, drinking a That's beer. Cool. Now was he a football player? Or was it was it only wrestling? He was only wrestling. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you're thinking you're you thinking of yeah you're right. I didn't. I thought. No, I, if you said, didn't Brock Lesnar have a run with the Vikings in training camp yeah, or something like that? Yes, yeah. he did. Yep. Oh, 2004 training camp. He, he had not played football since high school, and he uh, he got into some fights during some of the joint practices. And yeah, you know, why don't you go try the octagon, guy? Maybe that's a better. <laughs> Him and Roman Reigns. It's actually funny how many former Viking small stints have now become pretty notable wrestlers. Yeah. Dude, I covered Roman Reigns, who's the who is the number one. He's the number one attraction in wrestling right now for the last five years. Acknowledge him. And like AJ said, he he was a Vikings training camp lineman in 2007. That was my first year covering the Vikings beat. I covered that dude at Vikings offseason camp. 
Of course, you don't know in 2007 he's going to become, and Brock Lesnar too, you know, yeah. one of the, the great wrestlers of all time. No question. Never, ever made it through all of the belt loops around his waist. Never. No. Every time I ever saw him, he missed the belt. Most, most, <laughs> most often it was the furthest back one right in the middle. That's a tough one to reach when you're that big, though. You know, when you're that fairness. big, you have those muscles getting in the way, that would be a bitch to reach. You're absolutely yeah. right. You could tear a tricep just trying to put your belt <laughs> That's on. a possibility. Yeah. <laughs> so what else is happening? we got some good Timberwolves news, Wild. Uh... The Wild, so it's funny in hockey, whenever you fire a coach, the team kind of snaps out of it for like two weeks. So the Wild yes. are in there two weeks after firing a coach, hot streak. Well, and, and AJ, AJ's part of Judd's <laughs> hockey show, so he'd be able to tell you more. So we'll see, we'll see what happens in two weeks from now. But. My bad. I thought Did I booted. I hit the button. I didn't hit it hard enough. Sorry. What, was, what noise was that? I sneezed I in. Uh, I panicked. I was about to sneeze. I tried to mute my mic. My bad. Love you all. No, no, you blew your nose. You didn't sneeze. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. You went, <sighs> I heard it. It was, it was like, like a, it was like a sneeze cough it. hybrid thank kind of a you, thing. Thank you. Thank you. I was like trying to stuff. I was, it was panic. I'm sorry. I love you. My bad. Why did he keep showing me the boogery uh, Kleenex that you have now? You keep holding it. <laughs> you don't have a cold, do you? I, I'm just getting over one. So it's like that, oh, like, okay. you know, when yeah. everything just leaves your body and it's yeah. super fun. That's There's like boogers and blood on that Kleenex. It's, don't right. worry about <laughs> it. It's just a lot of DNA. It's fine. <laughs> exactly it. No question about it. So, all right. So the Vikings are coming back next weekend. We talked about the wild. We talked about the Timberwolves. Uh, well, we're only about a month and a half away of talking about your Minnesota Twins. No, no. let's let's. T- so today is a big oh, day okay, because good, good. today is the is is the first full day of the Major League Baseball winter meetings that are being held in Nashville. So every single year, it's like the first or second week in December. Everybody from Major League Baseball, the the front office people, all the agents, and some of the big free agents, they gather for like a week of meetings, basically. And that's where you see a bunch of trades, off-season moves. So um, you'll see a bunch of Twins news this week, potentially. They might make a trade. They might sign a free agent pitcher. But they're also trying to cut salary. <laughs> so, yeah. so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But keep your eye out for Twins transaction news this week because usually this is a, it's an action week in Major League Baseball. And Corey so Provis is the new TV play-by-play guy. Yeah, I saw that. That news came out last week. I love, love Corey Provis. Awesome guy. Uh, taking over the uh, the mantle from Dick Bramer after, what, 30 years? Yeah, 37 years or something like that, I think mm-hmm. Dick told me last time I talked to him. And, by the way, Dick's a great guy, too. Really, really nice guy. Wrote a book and everything. Oh, looking to him not agreeing with me. There's what, me? a telltale sign. Yes. Sorry. I like Dick. So now you're okay, going to cut that You're going to clip this for social yes. media. That's... I'm going to call him Richard for the sake of this discussion. <laughs> yeah. Pause, yeah, okay. I don't know why you paused after you I don't said know, that. Yeah, it was I don't the know, worst pause. I don't know how to say this. I mean, he okay. Dick Bramer blocked me on Twitter in 2017. I'll say oh, it. Oh, I could tell by the yeah. look on your face as soon as I brought it's up. It's hard name. for me to talk. Like, how do I? I like, everyone's lauding him, and I don't. I don't know. We don't. I don't dislike him, but we clearly aren't like close yeah. friends. So, you know, like, oh, I, what am I supposed? To, you're you're gonna laud him and praise him because that's your position. And if I were to say, oh, you know what? I agree, Tom. I, I don't know. The guy blocked me on Twitter. Now, I probably deserved it. 
<laughs> no, that's fine. See, I got no problem with that. People are kind of weird. What do you mean you don't like him? It's like I don't happen to like him just because you do. I don't have to. I don't have yeah, to. And it's, it's not a big deal. And I wouldn't say it's not that I don't like him. Right. It's that we we've never really been close. We've never really been friends. We've been friendly until 2017. <laughs> <laughs> Who's keeping track? Yeah. No. Okay. What Here's was what the happened. tweet? Here's what, what was the tweet, Phil? You know. So it was it was early September or late August of the 2017 season. And uh, and the Twins were playing at Yankee Stadium. And I simply tweeted. So throughout the whole broadcast, Bramer and I can't remember who the it might have been Morno, some whoever whoever was in the booth, Smalley. Mm -hmm. And uh, and they were just spending a lot of time presumptively talking about how in a few weeks we're likely to see this rematch in the postseason when these two teams play each other. And I was, I was like, yeah, we got like a month left in the season. And I just said, I feel like the broadcast booth is being a little presumptuous when it comes to the Twins making the playoffs. They have a lot of work to do, right? Right. And during one of the that commercial breaks, <laughs> Dick jumped into my direct messages and lit me up with uh, some choice words and basically said, keep my, keep my name out of your mouth on Twitter. And Oh, my God. That's kind of, a, kind of a wrap. So, But I ran into him in the press box the next year. You know, like the start of the the 2018 season, I just like we we were getting a, a beverage next to each other in the press box. I said, "Dick, how you doing, Phil? Good to see you." So there I guess you, you can you can block people online, but you can't block them in person. True, unless you get a restraining order. But I yeah, don't think I it rose to quite that level. <laughs> Our no contact order is probably helpful right. in your situation. There you go. All right, so, Pally, a what? legend. He's a legend, and I don't want to take anything away from him. Oh, try to clean up your mess now. It's too late. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to you Friday, pal. All right, see you guys. Thanks, Phil Mackey, ladies and gentlemen. Score North. We'll take a break. Be right back because Chris Eggert will join us next. You've all helped support my pillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this continues to give back to listeners with great deals on his most popular products. Right now, you can save 50% on Queen and King pillows, the original My Slippers, and the My Pillow six pack bath towel sets. Well, they're back in stock. The proprietary technology makes them extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Regular price is $79.98. And for a limited time, you can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code TOM. That's a 50% savings. So go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That is just $39.99 for a set. This deal will not last long. Enter promo code TOM for this special and many more. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. Same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful. 
someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That's 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold, investment consultant. LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. I'm Tom Bernard, and I'm a paid endorser. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Very good, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome Channel 5's Chris Eggert, brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh today for your free 48-minute evaluation, 952-925-5608. Mr. Eggert, how are you doing? Good morning. How are you? Marvelous. Things are good. Good. So the latest in your life is uh, you have an anniversary today. (laughs) Yes. It's a big one. What? (laughs) We're here to support you, celebrate your holidays, your personal holidays. Uh, I, my wife always points it out. I normally don't remember, but um, uh, oh, you six, don't. Okay. Six years ago today, I got the old left foot hacked off. Well, just the foot, not the leg. Yeah, well, partial, halfway up the leg, I suppose. Halfway up the leg, but then yeah. do they take it all the way up to the knee, then, or do you you go halfway up the leg so they can slip the other one on there? Halfway oh, okay. up the leg so they can. Yep. And uh, it's called the Ampuversary uh, for those of us who live in this university. <laughs> I like that. What happened that led to your amputation or Ampuversary? I was a really crappy basketball player, Tevin. What? Whoa. Okay. That is not, wait, what? Basketball? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, I got injured uh, as a youth and then as a high schooler and then a college and so many times that my foot was shot and then started doing surgeries after I got out of college. And well, I think I had my first surgery maybe when I was in college. And then, uh, let's see, 19 surgeries later, uh, that was it. Damn. Wow. 19. Yeah. So a lot of those were towards the end where they were trying to save it because it got infected. But Oh, yeah. Yeah, I suppose that will happen. Yeah, that, it's weird. Um, I was going to put a deal on that. I, I posted it. it was my anniversary, And then one of my coworkers, because my coworkers are great, made some side sort of joke about foot fetishes or, hey, you can make a lot of money with those feet pictures or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, and I'd offer a 50% out discount on mine. <laughs> See? I was going to say, you're just throwing pics up on the, on the internet for free. Come on, <laughs> oh. man. Like to find a way to monetize that, but I don't know. Just like do like mirror image, so it's like the same foot twice. You're just like, sure, I got two. Why not? Photoshopped over. So I have a question for you. This is a coincidence, by because I didn't know it was your ampuversity today. Yeah. 
I went for a walk this morning. I usually walk about a mile and a half, two miles every morning before the show. Love to get out and get a little exercise. But I'm walking along, and there's a brand new, there's one shoe in the middle of the walkway. Oh, crap. You should grab it for right, me. Right. I should have grabbed it. Don't you want to know if it's a left or right first? I feel like that's oh, a- yeah, I guess that is important. <laughs> but why would someone lose so one weird. shoe? Maybe it fell out of the car or something, or I, I don't know. It was right in the middle of the sidewalk, so I don't know how to. It took some. Well, I suppose they would bounce quite a ways if you're going fast enough. That's weird. It was very weird, and the guy's walking toward me as I'm walking toward him, and we both looked down and go, "What the hell is that all about? One tennis shoe? Maybe it was it's brand a, new. Maybe it's a sign from the universe. Yes, I'm sure that's what it is. There's no question. Tom, get your head out of your ass or your foot on the. Right. <laughs> that's weird know. that that is super weird Tom. i what know a, what a just, random thing to come across on your walk and it was not some beat up old tennis shoe it looked like it was brand new so Man. i don't know what the hell I, I, some poor bastards driving around here with no other shoe <laughs> exactly that's exactly right so what's happening in the news any big news stories we should know about uh god there were like a um a, a dozens of shootings over the weekend in Minneapolis. It was like, holy crap. Like I, I got up this morning and I looked at our app and it was like shooting, 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 shooting. Um, yeah. Um, including a couple people who were, uh, killed in the dinky town area that was mm-hmm. on, uh, Saturday night. Um, and then there was another shooting last night on Lake street. Um, we heard from Derek Chauvin's attorney this morning uh, they're obviously not satisfied with the kind of protection he's getting in prison. Which, what do you mean? He was only stabbed 22 times. What do you mean? Yeah. God 22 dang. times he didn't die. That's amazing. I mean, I don't know. You, we all kind of like default to like uh, the, the prison movies or prison shows. Yeah. When you think about what, what probably happened, but I, I have not heard a lot of like any real great detail about what it was or what the weapon was or anything. So. Wasn't the guy from like Slovakia or something? That some John Tursak was his name. Tursak. Yeah. Absolutely. I was surprised so he was got. Oh, go ahead, oh, Kevin. No, I was gonna say I was surprised that Derek was close enough to the general population. Yeah. To get stabbed. Yeah. You would think that he would be in isolation. That's what I thought too, and and I think this was a. Uh, I don't want to. It, it was a lesser level prison, I think. From, um. I'm not going to, it wasn't like a, what's the word? It's just like a maximum right security now. type situation. Yeah, I, I, I don't know that it was a maximum security facility. Um, I don't know. That, that's the first thing I wondered right away. Like, how was anyone even close enough to him? Which yeah. is crazy. But uh, On visitor yeah. day, things get a little weird in prisons because I've known a number of people that have gone to prison. So I go to visit them throughout my yeah. life. Nobody is, right now, there's nobody I know in prison. Well, unless they're in for life. But I would go visit my friends in prison and... I tell you what, on those visitor days, people get very, very close to one another. They really do. And I've often wondered about that. They do a great job, by the way, out at Stillwater Prison. The the people out there, the men and women that run that joint out there, they do a hell of a job. No question about it. Tom, is the the whole, like, uh, visit thing legitimate? Like, you know, at some facilities where there are opportunities to enjoy a loved one's company from time to time? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Is that really... Is that really something that gets done? Yeah, unless, of course, you have to talk through a wall on a phone. That's a different deal. That's like murderers and people like that. 
and they don't. I don't think they let them out in Gen Pop all that often. But I don't know what the hell the deal. But it's quite a quite a uh, one of my favorite things. Because the woman who ran it at the time, I won't say her name because I don't know if she wants me to or not. But she's a she was a huge. Actually, all the guards at Stillwater are huge listeners. They love the show. Nice. Well, that's nice to hear. But and she was terrific. But I would be talking to her, and she was probably about five two, five three, something like that. Um, you know, in great shape, don't get me wrong, but I'd be talking to her and she'd go, she'd look to her side and look at the guy and go, put your pocket back in. I go, what? And so I look over in the guy's pockets, hang on, he put the pocket back and she'd do that kind of stuff. And I didn't know this, but you're signaling. If it's your left pocket, it's one thing. If it's your right pocket, it's another. And if it's both pockets, it's a completely different thing. Well, it's like the old, that's like the expression, like hold my pocket. Yes. Hold uh... my pocket. That's like if you're walking around, Chris, and you're holding another man's pocket, that means you are like the property. Of- yeah, you're their bitch. Yeah. And wow, um, I don't ever want to go to prison. Oh god, I would, I would no. die so quickly. I do not want to go to prison. I but uh, prison guards. If we got a lot of listeners, I think I've talked about this before. One of my um, best friends is a warden down in the Nebraska penal system. It's freaking hard work, man. That, oh, yeah. it's a, oh, yeah. it is it, it is very very hard work um for those prison guards i know that and there's all kinds of crap that goes on that he tells me about and i'm kind of like whoa oh it's, yeah yeah it's something no question about it and if you're a new visitor they're gonna run you through the mill i mean as you walk by they'll push their chair back to block your uh, your way and they'll do all that kind of stuff it's like okay and all you do is look at them and go you know what I'm leaving at two o'clock. You'll be here for another 10 years. Calm down. Oh, God. I don't. Oh, <laughs> you I'm, don't like that. I'm, AJ's got me thinking about like being a, a B at, at, at the prison. And I, I just, that doesn't. Mm. Yeah, I know. I understand. Believe me. I, I do. It's a different world. Let me put it that way. It is like you've entered a different universe when you go into a prison. No question. John Hines has a great story about going into a prison because they were going to do a morning. He and Berglund, Hines and Berglund, were going to do a morning show from a prison cell yeah. to celebrate some holiday. I don't remember what it even was. Hmm. And so they went out there to try to pick the right cell to do the show from. As they're in the cell, a guy walks by and he whispers to Hines, if you do this, we're going to firebomb the cell and you're all going to die. <laughs> so they never did do it. Well, that's what I mean. Like you go in there, you don't know. You assume, like you assume you're gonna leave. What if there's a, a freaking riot or something? You don't, exactly. you don't know. Yeah, he had no interest in doing that show after the guy threatened to kill him with a firebomb. I and that guy probably like went back and they laughed about that for freaking <laughs> months. Laughed. No, they did. He was like, Dude, and then I told them we were gonna firebomb the cell. <laughs> you know, they're exactly. all like, just a knee slapper. Yeah. Well, I suppose if you're in prison and they're coming in to joke around and fool around in a prison cell, you probably would go, I don't want to see that. This I feel miserable. Is this funny to you that this Right. right. I I think there's a difference between like that and like Jeff Ross, the like the famous roaster comedian guy. He went and did like a roast of prisoners where it's some of the stuff he says I'm like you are lucky that there, you know, were guards and stuff probably around. But uh, overall, you could tell that they were like getting into it and kind of letting their guard down of like, you know, he's going to stay say stuff about us. I don't feel the need to like retaliate back and stay like and threaten him with anything. Well, so. Yeah. You don't want to kill your only source of entertainment. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Right. A good plan. At least not until the show's over. Yeah. And then. I always liked Jeff Ross. I'm glad you brought him up. It made put me in a good mood. I always liked him. He's a great guy. And I told you the time he appeared with us in Vegas, he was wearing his bathrobe because it was so early. Because the show, you know, here started at 530. Yeah. So out there it had to start at 330 in the morning or whatever the hell it was. But he came down in his bathroom and did the show. And when he was done, uh, he got up to leave and his headphones were still on, got wrapped in the cord, opened his bathrobe and not a lot else that he was wearing. Let me put it wow. down. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, what are you going to do? I guess you got to know more about uh, him than most people do. Tom. Well, luckily I was looking out at the audience and only glanced very, very briefly as he was getting up anyway to say goodbye. But, you know. It all worked out, but he is a very good guy. You ever met him? No. Jeff Ross? Nope. Really good guy. Yeah, really, really good guy. So what the hell? All right. Anything else of importance? Uh, don't try to not pay your fare on Metro Transit because if you're on the light rail, now they're going to come after you. Oh, it only took 20 years. Sounds like an empty threat, Chris. Uh, and <laughs> yes. one of our producers, this got brought up this morning. One of our producers was like, um, she was like, I went to school. I think she said she went to school in, you know, Dinky Town. And she's like, she was like, I went to school there. I never paid to get on that thing. She goes, she goes, I was risking my life every time I got on there because there was going to be some bomb, you know, yeah, uh, some kind of situation. Right. Of the person sitting next door. She's yeah. like, hell no, I wasn't right. paying for it. How that. about we worry about the fact that you might get shanked? While yeah, waiting for right. the light rail, before we worry right. about the three dollar ticket that may or That's may not. That's what have I mean. Yeah. Like it seems like a very, a very, very uh, minute detail of, of what the big picture problems are with the light rail. But <laughs> when Andy lived downtown many, many years ago, he lived right downtown, and he took the light rail about three times, and he finally said, "I just can't do this." He said, "Everybody on the train is nuts. First of all, everybody's drinking." They all bring their booze on the on the train with them, and they're just. He said they're just rude as hell, and they're all. He said he said it was very uncomfortable. Okay, so I took transit all the time. Like I take, mm -hmm. I, especially when I lived in Bryn Mawr. And uh, one thing that's nice is there is its own law, but mm -hmm. like people stand up for people. Like good. Like good. I've yeah. been harassed, and this one lady who had a bunch of bags was like, "You leave her alone," and I was like, "I'm with her. I'm with her now." <laughs> so like. <laughs> If you ride the bus enough, like they you they you yeah. will take it will take care of itself. Like we are, I don't know. It's an ecosystem. It's you got to just go with it. Well, uh, Brittany, uh, were you able to take the train in today? Shut up. I'm gonna be nice to you. That's a good question. It's your anniversary, but I'm gonna hold back till tomorrow. <laughs> Say so, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna real, give it to me tomorrow. Chris's Chris's <laughs> leg will grow back by the time that light rail is finished. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> could well that's probably true. What's it been now? It's been like ten years, hasn't it? I don't want to talk about it. the light rail or yeah, yeah. Uh, that not, one section in Hopkins. Not, not ten, but it's uh, it's maybe seven eight. I drive oh. by almost every day, almost every day. And oh, I think yeah. about you guys. I like one day I was like, I should take a picture. There's murals on it that are like etched in. It's so beautiful. It's going to make a great walking trail someday. <laughs> That's it. I'm done. Another 10 more years. We're good to go. It'll be the track for the Minneapolis marathon. Yeah, yeah, right. And then it'll get canceled. When it's Have a good day, you guys. See you. All, All right. right Chris. Thanks, Chris.
Five. Chris Eggert, Channel 5's Chris Eggert is brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh today for your free 48-minute evaluation, 952-925-5608. Chris Eggert, always loved having him on. We'll take a break. Be right back in a couple of minutes. Sanny coming up next. KNL Surplus and Ammo is your one-stop shop for all firearms-related products and is the preferred choice among trap enthusiasts, waterfowl hunters for over 25 years. KNL is an authorized SKB shotgun dealer with a huge selection of youth models, has a huge selection of trap loads. Fall hunting is here, so head to KNL Surplus and stock up on waterfowl loads. KNL now has a lot of the calibers that have been hard to find in stock. KNL Surplus and Ammo is a veteran-owned offers first responder and veteran discounts. Check this out. Mention this show and receive a 10% off anything on the store, or excuse me, in the store. I don't know why they put a uh in there, but it says receive 10% off anything in the store, anything in the store. KNL is also committed to safety and a licensed FFL retailer. Find out for yourself why KNL surplus and ammo has been the choice of gun owners for over 25 years. All you have to do is go to www.klgunstore.com. Tom here, and I want to discuss a partnership that has been wonderful in my life, Zero Res Carpet Care. Very good friends of mine. Nothing is better to someone with a family than having a completely clean home. Your carpet is the biggest filter in your house. If you want to talk about pet dander or foot traffic, dirt from the outside, they all eventually reside in your carpet. So, Zero Res Carpet Care. Listen, around the holidays, you need to contact ZeroResMinnesota.com or call 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. That's 952-Zero-Res. They clean your home with their electrolyzed pH-elevated water that doesn't use chemicals or soaps that smell like a janitor's closet like other cleaning services. How about a Tom Bernard deal? Well, here it is. Get three rooms, zero resified, starting at $129, and don't forget your air ducts. Mention me, and they'll discount your air vents by $75, bucks too. This is for the entire month, so call them right now, 9520-RES, backward or forwarded, spells the same, or book online, zeroresminnesota.com. If it's available, ask for them to come to your place in the Tom Bernard named service truck. What an honor that was, by the way. Just mention me by name and get the special deal to get your home clean and your heart happy. Zero Res Carpet Care. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with my Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. 